Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 6.30, Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio. 6.30, Chad. It's Brendan Escott here, hour number two of Oilers Now, brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation. Lots of time for you coming up in about a half hour or so. We'll get the phone lines open. Lots of your texts we'll get to as well. 780-496-0063 is the River Creek Resort Casino hotline. River Creek Resort and Casino excitement. Bet on it. That number again, 780-496-0063. 0063 is the Ashley Fine Floors text line. You get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. As we go to our headliner today, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky, might just be the best you've ever tasted. Apparently it is. Bob says it is. Search for W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Peter Labardius covering the Flames beat as he has for a long time now down in Calgary for Sportsnet 960. Peter, you're on with Brendan. How's it going today? Hi, it is going awesome, Brendan. How are you? Excellent. Thank you. Exciting couple of games, Oilers-wise, for us to have broken down there over the last hour. And now let's set our sights on tomorrow night's clash. And and, uh, what a first meeting it was between these two teams. you got to say right out of the gate, it's devastating. We're already uh, at meeting two of three. And we'll uh, we'll have it wrapped up by Christmas, right? The first game after Christmas, Mm -hmm. which I never put a lot of stock into. So even the timing of that it'll be it'll be fun because people will be in a great mood and you know the building in calgary will be packed but yeah it's it's one of the great disappointing parts of when i saw the schedule come up this summer is to see those teams you know play three times and two of them are done by the time the first month is over now, the Flames are off to a pretty hot start right now. When I say pretty hot, they, they could be the hottest team in the league out of the gate. Maybe Edmonton's fortunate to only have a couple meetings with this team this year. I know Oilers fans won't like me saying that, but Calgary plays Edmonton very hard. 5-1 and one right now, and one of those wins was the 4-3 win in which they jumped out to that 4-1 lead in the first period. So uh, maybe just talk to me, Peter, about how well things have clicked for all of the new pieces to this puzzle 
down in Calgary. It seems like they haven't required any transition time. Well, you know, the interesting thing about that is the Flames are 5-1, and one, and in this market with some of their big acquisitions, I would say that uh, Mr. Kadri has fit in incredibly well, and I think he is an absolute game-changer, team-changer, um, moving into the elite category changer for the Calgary Flames with the depth that they now have up the middle. And for me, I'm I'm old school in that way. I think you build just about every team sport down the middle with your goalie, your top four in defense, and your center iceman, then you fill from there. So Kadri's made a huge difference. Um, Huberto and Elias Lindholm are still trying to completely find their five-on-five chemistry. They've done some excellent work on the power play. I'd put it to you this way. This is, for me, the deepest Calgary Flames team I've watched on a day-to-day basis in 15 years. I think it's the Calgary Flames team with the best chance of accomplishing some really good things in the spring. It's not perfect. Um, They're playing another one of those teams that I would put in the same echelon tomorrow and that's how i that's how i would describe it they they have not completely clicked but when you have a truly deeper team and deeper in the right places you know the addition of Uyghur too to solidify their top four massively important i thought that was the great learning tool coming out of the series between the oilers and the flames was you know, they lost Tanev, and that was that was massive, and it put a lot of extra onus on some young people, good young people. But I thought regardless of, you know, even if Gaudreau and Kachuk had stayed and Brad Treleving didn't, you know, pull off a summer that should probably have him in some form of penitentiary for stealing. Um, and I just say that for fun because it always makes people laugh, but the job he did was incredible. Um, you know, I thought they needed to upgrade in their top four, take nothing away from Oliver Shillington. And I don't even know to this day exactly what his story is on personal leave. So they miss him, but it's a good team. So good they were able to put former first-rounder Yusuf Valamaki on waivers and lose him to Arizona. I mean, this is a, it's, it's a decor that is built for the playoffs, if you ask me, uh, in terms of their stature and, and, and their experience as well. Michael Stone has proven to be an Oilers killer. I don't know if he's as effective as he looks like he is um, against Edmonton, against other teams. Otherwise, he's probably getting paid a lot more. But there, there just doesn't seem to be a lot of holes. And then you talk about what a clean bill of health Calgary's had. We are only six games into the season, but Shellington's the only guy not dressing right now. No, it's true. And and they've been very I think they lost seventy one man games, Brendan, all of last season. Uh they were without Noah Hannafin for the one game that they didn't win this year against the Buffalo Sabres, who also thanks in part Derek Comrie's great night. I think he turned aside forty six of forty eight in your town. Um but, yeah, they have been incredibly fortunate in the injury world. Really, for the last, you know, I don't even know how to count what happened for a couple of years in terms of COVID and shortened seasons. But that was an area for them 
that was uh, very beneficial. And let's face it, and I say this all the time, I don't, I don't know if it gets enough airplay, not for my liking anyway, but in the cap era, injuries matter more to me than they ever have before. Now, nobody wants to be without, like, key people for any length of time. That's never changed. They matter. But the difference is, Brendan, for me, there's, there's probably not one team in the National Hockey League that is slotted the way they would want to slot because of the cap in every position on your team. So that means you're not as deep anywhere. So you get hit with a couple injuries in key places. I think today you've got bigger problems than you did in the past. Yeah, certainly. And, and, you know, frankly, the amount of um, Hail Mary-type moves we've seen the Vegas organization make and some of them to do with big injuries and guys coming back for playoffs after missing big chunks of time, you know, I, I definitely see the merit in, in what you're saying. Teams having to dress a couple guys short just to get under the cap mm-hmm. when someone's injured, you know, it's it's seriously impactful. Now, hopefully, the, uh, the rumors about the cap jumping up a few million dollars here in the upcoming season or two, that make a big difference in that realm Um, well well it would and what i say in the conversations that i have with you know even my friends is gone basically now or the 27 to 32 year old player unless you're considered to be elite and in so many cases those have been depth guys that have helped you win championships because they've they're experienced they've been around they know what it takes um they know you know what what their game is what they have to offer where where they fit in terms of the type of role and those guys are hard to find they just like generally you can't afford them anymore that's that two three million dollar third or fourth line guy even cheaper than that, I look at a guy like Trevor Lewis, say, and what he means. He's 35 oh. now, okay, a little bit older, but, you know, same ilk. There's that veteran insulation, I think, that teams are maybe lacking a little bit more as they try for that cheaper, younger talent in the bottom six forward group, let's say. Well, again, you know, and I know I'm an older guy now, but experience still matters, and people with pedigree and experience still matter. And you bring up Trevor Lewis, that's you know, even in the marketplace I work in, I hear a lot from the outside about, well, you know, he shouldn't be here and he shouldn't be there. But if you watch this guy play and how responsible he is, and, you know, right now he's on a line with Backlund and Coleman, which you can trust in absolutely every situation, you can feel pretty confident that they're going to do okay regardless of who the competition and who they're matched up against. And Trevor at 35 still skates incredibly well. He's as consistent with his minutes on a nightly basis as almost anybody on the team. So, I mean, I guess if you don't appreciate that or see value, that's fine. I get why a lot of people and, and maybe newer people to the game because, you know, the way, the way the outside people look at sports is very fantasy-oriented. Except there's a reason they call it fantasy. It's not real. (laughs) But in the real world of sports, having a Trevor Lewis at that price with Stanley Cup pedigree and versatility and an excellent penalty killer, 
matters. And you're not getting that out of some 20-year-old. You're not. You just, you're not getting it. I wonder how much the ability to sort of liaise between the younger players and the coach that he's played for for such a long time is really important with a guy like Trevor Lewis as well, sort of that buffer figure. Incredibly important. Because you won't find, Brendan, I know I haven't in covering this game for nearly 40 years at all different levels. I have yet to hear a coach, I mean, maybe Daryl hasn't said this in this way, but I know it's exactly how he feels is you're in really good shape as a team when when your coaching staff can basically hand over the keys to your leadership group and not have to constantly be going back to take the keys away from the car. That's when you're in good shape. And Glenn Gullitson, you know, somebody that I cherish and think so highly of, you know, he was one of the guys to put it to me exactly like that and i've never forgotten it and i will never forget it because you know players still play the sport and their ability to lead and ask their teammates for more and and get the best out of one another yes they have to be directed in the right way and i listen i take i love this sport based in part on what i've learned from coaches my entire career i have the absolute utmost respect and wouldn't know one iota what I do about the sport if it wasn't for being around those types of people. So I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not second guessing it. I just know that, that my favorite line the last 10 years is this. You don't always win championships with the best players. I think you win championships with the right best players. And there is a difference. And it also, as last spring in Edmonton showed that takes time and experience and understanding and going through it too. Even when you're the best of the absolute best. Yeah. This franchise, even going back to the eighties and we all know the story about walking past the Islanders room and, and, uh, and now we're seeing it once again with these kids that are now turning 27 years old in Leon's case yesterday. Right. And and trying to figure out exactly what it takes to, to win big introduction to that last year. The difference is that Oiler group had like seven hall of famers. Yeah. This one has two. (laughs) <laughs> this, one, this one's got for sure a couple that are headed in that direction yeah um hey let me ask you this and I'll, I'll put you on the spot because i feel like this is this is just the question are you starting dan vladar tomorrow night if you get to make the decision this is about as hot a topic as it's gonna get between these two teams right now i'm glad i'm glad because i'm i'm at i'm at the edge in calgary watching a, a u16 tournament and i was just in a conversation about that very issue right before I came on the air. Um, here's, here's what I would say. I think a really key factor is this. How would Jacob feel about it? Not that he gets the entire say, but if, if he in any way would feel slighted or you can't sell it to him the right way, that's that's the only thing. Listen, um, not unlike what happens if, if you've ever been around baseball or, or softball and, and you can potentially hold back an important card until it really matters, 
I see I see value in that. And you know, Vladar was fabulous in the win, um, you know, on October fifteenth in your town. So I honestly I don't know which way they're gonna go. Um, I personally liked it to see it be Jacob, but it won't bother me if it isn't. And I I would understand the decision because the last time I checked. You're not winning Stanley Cups October the 29th unless they change the schedule. <laughs> and I don't think they have. No. I, I mean, if they're going to change it, add a few more of these meetings, as we said, out of the get-go. Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> uh, Peter, yeah. uh, one more for you here, and I don't know how much insight or how much you can say about it, but uh, you know what? The Wranglers being up there, it seems like a really good idea to get a new arena in town, and, and boy, what a task that's going to be. But some positive news this week in terms of the words of Premier Danielle Smith uh, uh, talking about it being time to get the Saddle Dome upgraded. What, what can you tell me from the marketplace as to any news or is that just kind of a political football well i mean i think oh do, do you think major <laughs> issues are used as political footballs no oh That's man like like people don't come out and say things for the benefit of a potential vote come on that never happened <laughs> no listen um my the people that i've talked to and i don't spend a lot of time in that wheelhouse um, self-admittedly, but I never think that what I heard the other day is a bad thing. Maybe it will be a bad thing. I don't know. The election might have something to say about that, um, but I do. They're back at the table. They're talking. It's getting closer, and, you know, <laughs> things are funny. So I think, in part, the former Calgary mayor had an agenda, I think, this new Calgary mayor had an agenda, but even with the old one, at a certain point in time, you have to decide. And I get it. A lot of people will never go to that building, but it's not just a hockey building. It has something to say about your town. And if you want to lose the Calgary Flames, then make sure that you vote no as far as a new arena or if you're on council, make sure that you, you vote no. Because that's what's going to eventually happen if you're not careful. Peter, I really appreciate the time and uh, enjoy the game tomorrow night, okay? Yeah, I like hockey. It's, it's still it. I go once in a while. It's yeah, pretty good. It's, it's I come like back it. around in recent years, okay. hey? Thanks, <laughs> Peter, buddy. thanks, man. <laughs> Peter Lombardi, as he's the color analyst on uh, Sportsnet 964. The Calgary Flames, 8 o'clock puck drop tomorrow night on 6.30. Chad coverage starting at 6.30. Reed Wilkins has the face-off show. Quickly into the James H. Brown injury report, brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. Unrivaled experience, unrivaled commitment, unrivaled results really not a lot going on in the Oilers front more so on the Condors front Dylan Holloway of course returning from the upper body injury last night cost him four games but he was playing just fine uh, Tyler Benson Vinny DeHarnay Carter Savoy and Raphael Lavoie all on the injured list down on the farm Mike Smith and Oscar Kleffbaum of course on the LTIR and as mentioned uh, Oliver Shillington will not dress tomorrow for Calgary he is dealing with personal issues that's 
seem to uh, befuddle even the Calgary sportscasters. So there you go. We'll press pause here. Time for your texts, and we'll, we'll get that kiln going. We'll uh, re-engage the debate. Was that goaltender interference? No, it wasn't. I'm not even posing the question. That was not goaltender interference. Let's talk about it when we come back on Oilers Now. Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. It's 127 in Edmonton. Some guests of the show get root, uh, gift certificates to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night on the town, every meal is an occasion at Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Into the Fizzler, I believe, who had texted in wondering when Bob is away, do I get to use the Ruth's Chris gift cards? Well, that's uh, one of the perks of the job. I'll say that. 780-496-0063 is the number to text or call. We will get to your calls out of this next newscast. It's it's going to be you and I for a half hour talking about a wild game, first of all. 17 minor penalties called. Uh, 17 power plays. 3 for 7 go the Oilers. 2 for 10 goes Chicago. I'm just... I didn't watch hockey in the 80s because I wasn't alive for another 10 years, but it is hard to think of a game off the top of my head that was that interrupted by the presence of the officials, not only in terms of the penalties that were being called, some of them justified, by the way. The Oilers were not disciplined last night, and at times neither were the Blackhawks. But anyway, that goaltender interference call, then the after explanation by the league, it doesn't sit well with me. Let's get back into that when we come back from a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell.